Welcome to the Making Meaningful Income podcast, where a job is not just a job, where we refuse to settle for mediocrity, and where you're just one thought away from creating an extraordinary life. Only you can decide what's possible, but you've got to be willing to do what it takes. Find out what your life could be with your host, Andrew Cipriano. All right, guys, welcome back to the Making Meaningful Income podcast. So today is episode 28. So before I get going on the episode, I do want to say it's been more than a half of a year. So more than six months of me doing this podcast consistently. And I can't really think of anything that I've done in my life, honestly, on my own, that wasn't like a job, like my own project, my own work, whatever, that I've done for six months consistently without giving up or missing a week. So I want to just give myself like a pat on the back because to me, it's a testament of the person that I'm becoming. Like my thoughts have shifted and now doing this podcast, and I actually have another podcast now about vaping, is just a normal part of who I've become. It's really cool and it's been a process. So I don't know if you guys have listened to other episodes, but um, I remember there's been some episodes where I've done like Saturday or Friday nights when I would have hit historically gone out with friends or like watch TV. So um, it's been a process. Like there's nights and days where I don't want to do this, where I don't want to edit it, where I have to come up with ideas. And it is something that has just taken a while to become normal or habituated. So that is what our episode is going to be on today. It's called The Freak Out. And I totally made it up this morning. I was thinking like, there's a point that I've hit. Now that I've coached, I would say I've coached about 35 to 40 people. Um, I've seen people hit this wall in general. Not everyone does it, but when we're working on big goals, especially goals that we uh, want to achieve or have wanted for a long time, there's a wall involved with a lot of people. I'm not saying this is going to happen for you. So I don't want this episode to be discouraging, but this is just something I want to talk about. And if you're experiencing this, it'll really help you to understand what's going on. So I call it the freak out. And I'm gonna give you some examples of this, but this is pretty much when you were working towards something that you really want, and you've probably wanted for a long time, most likely your whole life, and all the shit comes up. So this is the point where most of us, especially if we're not getting coached, or we're not actively working on our mental health and our mindset and our thoughts are going to give up. So this is what it looks like. So imagine that you were walking along, like, let's say you set a goal for yourself. Um, I, let's just make something random up. You want to do 100 pushups this year. <laughs> and you're walking along, you start off the first day, you're like, yes, 100 pushups, like you do 20, you feel really good. It was a lot of work. And as you keep going, you're like, okay, one day I did 25. And one day I did like 24, but I'm still like up higher than I was. And then you start stagnating, right? And then for some reason, like one day you do like 19 and then the next day you have like 18 and you start to get in your head about it. You're like, oh my God, I'm, I'm reverting. This is never going to happen. You start freaking yourself out. This is why it's called the freak out, right? Next, you start going after your goal from like this place of scarcity and this place of beating yourself up. You're like trying to hard head and muscle your way through the end of the goal. All the fun's gone. All the self-love is gone. The reason why you started doing it's gone and you start doing even worse, right? Because like emotions like self-hatred and shame and uh, pity and victimization, those emotions don't really make you feel better. And then eventually you're like, oh, I'm so frustrated. I just need to like take, take a day off. And then it becomes two days. And then a week later, you haven't done a push up, and you're kind of just like quietly backing out of the goal. You freaked out. Now you're like, oh, and you're like trying to avoid thinking about it. You're hoping nobody asks you about it. And you're hoping to just kind of quietly let it disappear into the background. That's kind of what the freak out looks like. And this happens so often with so many people. And I don't think that people realize that they're doing it, to be honest, and it feels justified. So I want to offer, if you were to do those pushups, for example, and you just keep doing them, and like you see the numbers get bad, but you then do the, the mindset work, like, wait, this is okay, this is normal, I got this, I'm going to make this work. Maybe how I was doing it's not working, I need to adjust my strategy, try a different time of day, maybe I could split them up throughout the day, right? So 
what happens is instead of doing the deep breath, doing the mental work, feeling the emotion in your body and managing your thoughts, we freak ourselves out. We just react to the number, the result, whatever it is, and the circumstance in a way that doesn't lead us to get the result that we want. And it actually takes us away from the result. So if you hit this point and you're able to do some thought work, take a breath, like sit down, kind of feel through the emotion. Remember, allow the emotion in your body, let it pass through you enough to do the thought work and then restructure how you want to set the goal or just try it a different way or even just come at it from a different mindset. You're going to succeed. So this is what happens. Imagine this is a path, right? So like the 100 pushups is your goal at the end of this road. You're driving along the road. You know it's going to be kind of bumpy. So you're like you're hitting the normal bumps. You're like, duh, 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 duh. okay, this is a lot of effort, but I knew this was going to be, and it's what I was expecting. And then what happens is like you have an off day, right? Maybe you get a flat tire. You get like way more on a bumpy road. You get lost, um, and it's not going how you planned for it. And then what happens is you start beating yourself up. You're like, oh, forget it. I, I shouldn't have gone down that road. This isn't going right. This is never going to work, right? That, that's a thought that always helps us. Never going to get there. I'm not good enough. All this crap comes up. And instead of working through all that from a clean place, you just kind of slowly back away from the goal. And you do it in a way that doesn't make you feel like you had control over it. Right? You're like, this is too hard. You want to blame the circumstances, right? That's what everyone wants to do. And it's so natural to do that. But you've got to be onto your brain. Because if you're able to get to this little turbulent patch, on the other side of it, that's where your real growth is. And that is where the new belief systems are waiting for you to adopt. And that's when you shift into the new person. And then you look back and it's so funny because the hardship that went right before the transformation, you don't even remember it as being that hard. But we get so caught up, it feels so real to us that we give up. All right. And then I'm going to give you a visual before we do some examples. And then we'll hop right in with examples. But um, imagine that you are walking down a path. This is like your goal, whatever it is for you. And you're going okay. You're kind of steady. You're seeing like there's little bumps in the road and stuff. Everything's going exactly as you planned and you feel good about taking steps forward in this path. And then out of nowhere, there's this like big chunk missing out of the road and you can't see how far down it goes, but you know, you're going to have to go down to get to the other side. That's the only way is to go down into that hole. It's not like you're going to jump and die, but it feels like that. Like, you don't know how deep it is. It could be like an inch. There's like fog down there. You just got to kind of like climb down slowly and be careful. Um, and you also can't see the other side. There's like clouds covering the other side and you have no idea what's there. There's like a belief, right? You're like, I think that the mountain is on the other side of that hole, but I can't tell for sure until I get down there and then get up. So this is kind of like the visual I like. Um, we're going, we're going, um, it's going as planned. We're kind of making some little progresses, some little wins, we're celebrating. And then what happens is we actually encounter the belief systems that have been holding us back our whole lives for whatever goal it is. And we don't fully believe that we're going to make the result on the other side. We're not 100% in belief. So if we don't do the mindset work and deal with those belief systems and really do the thought work and feel your emotions, it's really easy to give up. And then you spend your whole life telling everyone, well, there was a hole there and it could have been 100 feet deep. I could have died going down that path. When really, if you were just taking a deep breath, looked down into the hole, you would have gone, oh, I can probably just scale that down there, figure that out, kind of like go around, climb back up on the side and the mountain might be there. And you know what's so funny is it always is. Because it's in that really dark pit where the actual transformation takes place. And that's when you become the new person. So if you're not getting to this like wanting to quit freak out stage, your goal might not be big enough. Because that whole freak out process is the process of pretty much your old belief systems, your ego dying off so it can make light for a new one. That's how it goes. And I'm not saying that you always have to have this freak out, please, by any means. But if you're not feeling challenged at all in the goal, then I would argue that maybe the goal isn't big, big enough. And if you know exactly how to do it already and you don't have to look down to that black hole of uncertainty, then why is it even a goal for you? I guess it wouldn't be a goal, right? 
So there should be some challenge. There should be some level of uncertainty. And what gets you through all of that is you doing the thought work and the belief work so that you can believe when you don't have visual proof. So one of my favorite Christmas movies, even though people say it's creepy, <laughs> is the, um, the Polar Express. Because when I was in fifth grade, one of my best friends in the whole world, the one who actually who does this podcast intro, Hannah, uh, the girl voice at the beginning of this podcast, she was my book buddy. I asked the teacher, like she was in second grade at the time, so I got to be the book buddy, like the cool kid that came in the class, and like I was the older one that taught her how to read. And they did a Polar Express day where we got to go in there and have hot chocolate and like read the Polar Express, and we got to watch the movie, and it was just such like a core memory of my childhood that I love that movie. I don't care how creepy the animation is, but... I really like the metaphor um, that they have in that movie. So if you guys haven't seen the movie, the main character, I don't know his name. I should. But he cannot hear a bell. He like rings Santa's bell and he can't hear it. And the whole thesis underneath the movie is that he doesn't believe in Santa. He's like, no, it's not real, blah, 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 whatever. I'm too adult for Santa Claus. And once he believes in Santa, he can hear the bell. And I always thought that was so cool. Because I think that's exactly how it works with our goals and our transformation in life. Is if you do not believe it's going to happen, you're not going to hear the bell. You're not going to find the proof for it, right? Remember, your thoughts create your feelings, which drive your actions and create your results. If you don't believe something's going to happen, you're not going to create results for it. And you're going to blame the circumstances instead of your thoughts that led you there. So I really like that movie. I think it's a beautiful thing. I think in the Santa Claus, too, with Tim Allen, they say uh, seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. It's like the same idea, right? Like you have to believe in order to see. So anyways, you're going to hit that point where you're going to want to give up. And you have to just sustain yourself with belief, even though you don't have physical proof at the moment. And that's where the work takes place, right? Because you become the kind of person who believes in themselves enough to know for certain they're going to follow through with what they want to do. And that's the whole process. So the freak out is totally normal. It's totally expected. And it's something I coach all my clients on. And it's fun because everybody has their own freak out at different times in different way and they process it differently. All right, so my example is going to be about a software company called ClickFunnels. So this is, I'm using this example, I have like hundreds of my freakouts. I have freakouts all the time and I need to like coach myself through them. Um, but the most recent one is a company called ClickFunnels and this is actually this week. There's a company and it helps you create sales funnels for your, uh, for your products and everything. So if you don't know what a sales funnel, it's pretty much just like when you click an ad, it's the steps you go through on pages in order to purchase products. It's like every single funnel page is supposed to be designed to get you to do the next progressive action in the funnel. And it's a lot to learn. I'm not very tech savvy. And this is, I would say that the funnels for dummies system is click funnels that teaches you how to do it without um, needing really any kind of like technical computer coding skills, but it's still a lot to learn and it can be very overwhelming. So I spent a week doing a ClickFunnels like one funnel challenge thing where they teach you very basically how to just understand what ClickFunnels are and create like the most basic possible one ever. And once you finish that, they offer you a package where you can get a year of ClickFunnels and you can learn how to use the systems and everything. And there's like a course and all this. And I've had this whole issue. So I got a credit card out specifically to buy this package because I wanted to not have interest on it for the year. And I'm just like, I'll buy it now and just like put it on a card for later. No big deal. And I did that. And then I bought the thing when the credit card came in, like I got the card out specifically to invest in my business for the next year, just so I could make investment purchases and pay them off over time. And, um, I freaking put the card in, I put the wrong email address and then I'm like, Oh my God. So what happened was I had to change the email cause I already had an existing account. So Everything was going good with the click funnels challenge, right? I was on that path. I'm like, oh, awesome. I'm learning how to do this. I'm learning the marketing side of my business. So good. And I'm like, okay, I expect there's going to be some hiccups and stuff. 
So I expected this was a hiccup, right? And then I looked online, they have no phone service. So I had to go onto the customer support chat bot, which I hate. And I got three different people. And eventually one of them misunderstood me after like a whole three people it was a whole pain in the butt. I don't blame them, but it was just like, I do not like the chat service. I just want a phone call and just to be able to handle it. But oh, well, um, so one of them canceled my account. The other one told me to use a different credit card. And the third one said they couldn't do anything. So all three different responses. I don't know why that happened. So they canceled it. I tried using a different credit card. They locked me out of the entire account. I don't know why. And then I called with the brand new credit card. I'm like making sure it's not the bank that's made the mistake. And they said that it was ClickFunnels who had messed it up and that they were allowing access to the purchase. So I called, I like went through the chat pod again and they're like, yeah, we don't know what's going on. And then I had to call my credit card and they said they're running as a cash advanced. I'm like, why would you run a credit thing as a cash advance? So there's this whole issue, right? It's been, it was literally at that point, it had been a day and a half of me working with um, Bank of America, ClickFunnels, trying to figure out everything. I was getting stressed. And then to top it off, when Russell Brunson, the ClickFunnels guy makes offers, he puts a timer on them. So he's like, you're watching the timer go down, right? When I started this process, I had two days left. I'm like, two days should be plenty of time to make sure it's all good. Of course, it got messed up. Like it just happened. And then by the time that I was like stressing, I was stressing, I had like eight hours left to buy this package. All right. So I was really close to this wall, by the way, I was hit, I was hitting the freak out. So eventually what happened was, um, I'm like, screw it. The last person, another person, a fourth person in customer service said, well, you just need to use a different card at this point. And I'm like freaking out. I'm like, the deal is going to expire. They're like, have you tried using a different card? I'm like, the whole reason I got this card is to make this purchase specifically. I don't want to put it on another credit card. that's going to charge me interest. And I just like, you know, it's a whole thing. So stupid. And, um, I ended up doing it with, I'm like, forget it, whatever. I have like three hours left. I'm just going to do it. So I ended up putting it on my normal credit card, right? I'm like, that's fine. I'll pay it off. Not a big deal. Like I don't need the other line of credit. It was just like supposed to be, I had all my mind. How's it going to work out? This is just a hiccup. It's normal. And then that card declined. <laughs> And I called city and they're like, Hey, it's not your fault. They're trying to do a cash advance and we don't do cash advances unless you give us a whatever. Like there's a whole, you know, it's a cash advance thing. Why would I do that? I didn't want to do a cash advance on my credit card and pay immediate interest. It's stupid. So that's when I hit the wall. <laughs> I totally freaked. I called my friend, Sarah. I called like 10 other people freaking out. I went, I even did like a TikTok live where I normally do like my life coaching stuff and just talk to people and get consults and stuff. And it was just bad. So I had literally hit my wall. And at this point, Oh, I was so close to giving up. I'm like looking for other ways to do, do other softwares. I'm like, I can't use ClickFunnels. Forget it. I'm never going to use them again. That's whatever. You know, I hit the wall and I started to like quietly want to back out. And that's when I had to catch myself. And I just sat with the emotion. Whenever this happens, when you hit this wall, it doesn't matter how big or small the wall is. If it feels like this to you where it's like overwhelming or you're just like so frustrated, take a deep breath and just sit with the emotion. Do not try to remove the emotion. Like do not try to go from frustrated to, oh, I love my life so much that it will not work. Sit with the emotion. It's totally okay. Nothing has gone wrong. And the reason you're doing this is because you want to disarm the emotion. When you're resisting it, remember, resisting emotion, it gets stronger. But when you allow it in your body and you just sit with it, you're like writing down how it feels. You don't even have to write about it. If you don't want to write, don't write. Just sit with it. I knew I was pissed and frustrated. I think if the one emotion was just extreme frustration to the point of like I was I was like trying to cry. I don't know. If, like, and it, I couldn't. <laughs> but I wanted to. I'm like, I just want to be less frustrated. So, so I was resisting it. So I sat with it. Um, eventually, I actually had a call with one of my clients. It was a normal call. So I'm so happy because it's like magical. I can just go on a coaching call and completely forget about my life for an hour sometimes. And it's really beautiful. I just love focusing on someone else's problems for an hour. Um, as funny as that sounds, like people would think maybe that I'm distracted or something, but it really isn't like that. I totally forgot about it. I'm like, yes, let's figure out your goals. I love this. I helped coach them through a wall, ironically. 
And then I sat down after the call and I did all the thought work. And I took a deep breath. And I'm like, okay, I'm, this is going to get figured out. The timer thing is not a big deal. We're going to work it out. I'm sure they will have someone that can work with me. And I sat there. We figured it out. And then I got an email. And the guy's like, okay, hey, I get this is all frustrating, blah, blah, blah. I know you've gone through different people. We're going to give you an extension so you can go get your card worked out. Because they locked my credit card, the one I got for the ClickFunnels, because I had tried so many times. And I took a deep breath. I'm like, oh, okay, this worked out. This was my, this was my pit. It had to go through. And when that happens, like the way I like to think about it is that the universe is testing you right? Like your, your ego is coming after you. It's like, this is going to be the death of me somehow, the ego, and it doesn't want to die. So like these divine things just get in the way and maybe they're not so divine. Like maybe in my frustration, I did something, um, that was stupid. Like I did put the wrong email in. Maybe it was like kind of backwardsly on purpose so that I could not make the purchase. I don't know what it was, but, um, you want to be onto yourself is all I'm saying. So that's my example. It kind of seems small, but it isn't small because I was so frustrated in that moment and I was so close to giving up on myself. And the way that I got out of it was sitting with the emotion and then managing my thoughts. So that's one. Okay. So the next example I have is business. So I have a ton of clients who are starting businesses and the walls are normal for them. Like this is normal to hit walls. I don't care what it is. Like when you're becoming a business owner and someone who consistently produces content and whatever it is that you're producing in the world, you're going to come up with all these walls of belief systems and egos and all these frustrations. So I have a client that, um, they're doing amazing. They're doing so amazing. Like one month of coaching, they're on fire. Right. And then they got out of the call, um, a couple of days ago and they're like, Oh, I'm just not feeling it. It hasn't been good. They had all this stuff. Right. And I'm like, Oh, I knew, I know they hit a wall. Right. So the way that we coach out of the walls, like we sit in it, we give, give them time to process it. Right. And this client was like, I just don't know what's going on. I don't know if I can manage all this. This is overwhelming. That's like a good trigger, right? Overwhelming is like, oh, there's some thoughts there. Um, so we did the same process, right? We sat with the emotion and then eventually we're able to manage thoughts around it. But what we also did in coaching, and I don't know if you're going to be able to do this by yourself. It's kind of hard is we found some of the thoughts that were there that were holding this client back. So that's where coaching can be really helpful because if you try to do the thought work and pile on thoughts on top of existing beliefs that are kind of interfering with the one that you want, it's not going to work very well. So I want to offer if you are consistently getting to a point with a business or where you want to be or anything, there's belief systems there that are stopping you. And that's what that's what your wall is, right? That's what your freak out is. So you need to understand the belief systems before you can put new ones on top. Um, fortunately I can do that pretty well as my, by myself now because I'm a coach. I do it all the time. And I also have a coach by the way, that helps me work out that. So get a coach as I'm saying, if you're at a point where you don't want to be, or you get stuck, get coached, like whatever you're feeling, you can try to find the thoughts, write down all the thoughts you're feeling in the moment and all that. But usually the ones that come from frustration are just kind of like surface level thoughts, which means that they're coming from the frustration, but they're not actually getting to the root of why you're getting to this wall and wanting to give up on yourself. Right. Um, so I just want to offer that it's kind of hard to find those like deep beliefs uh, sometimes when you're in your own mind. All right. So that's another client with the business coached, coached them out of it. And now they are on fire again. Right. So we got to consistently over and over hit these walls and learn the process of how to coach yourself out of them. That is the process um, of coaching. All right. The next one's weight loss. So I've had clients before who hit, I mean, this is, this is really normal in weight loss. I think weight loss is one of the most visual places to see the freak out. So in weight loss, you get to a point, you're good. You're having all this success, like little roadblocks um, and little successes. You'll lose like five, 10 pounds and then you'll hit the wall. And this looks like self-sabotage, by the way, when you hit that wall. And this, the reason is there's a bunch of beliefs going on, right? Um, you know what you need to eat, you're good. And then you just don't want to sit with it and do the mental work and feel the emotions. And in the moment you're like, 
it's totally fine. So this is a wall that people hit very often. This is one of the, the freak outs and you're going to be so mad at yourself. And I think with weight loss, it's not so much a freak out. It is, but it's not so much a freak out as it is kind of just like quiet, quietly quitting on yourself. So you'll get to a point and then you're going to kind of start self-sabotaging. And that is the freak out. It's just not as extreme or intense as the other things. And the reason is too, because when you're using food to eat when you're not hungry, most likely is you're numbing over the freak out emotions. So there is a freak out going on, but you're just like, I'm going to eat over it. So instead of sitting with the freak out, doing the the thought work, sitting with the emotions, you're just eating over it. And then it doesn't feel like a freak out, but that is what preceded the eating and the self-sabotage. All right. So the next one's going to be, I have clients who have created courses, books, a whole bunch, anything like creative, you know, cause of the meaningful income stuff. So people always want to make creative stuff, which is perfect. I love it. And this one happens a lot with the freak out. And this one's really subtle by the way, cause a lot of the people who I coach who have wanted something for a long time, they've tried it before and they've gotten in the habit of when these emotions come up, these thoughts, these fears of like rejection or it not being good enough to their standards, or they're not going to be loved for it. Um, they kind of quietly quit on themselves. So what this will look like in sessions, I'll say in sessions is we just stop talking about that thing that they're doing. <laughs> I won't let it go on for very long. Like people hit a wall, right? Where you're like, everything's going. I got like, I got this done. I have this product. It's perfect. And then just like two weeks of, uh, it's like your ego's dying and it doesn't want that. So it's just going to push on you and make you feel like garbage. And then you're going to kind of slowly back out of what you're doing. And you're going to blame other things, right? Remember, it's always a circumstance when you blame it. That's what you want to blame. So like, oh, well, I just like, I had this going on. I'm going on vacation. I didn't feel good. Like the kids had this going. Like it's like what really happened was you hit this point where, and it it could sometimes just kind of rock us by the way. Like it's just this hit in the head where it's like disbelief. And then you just totally quit. You have all these emotions. You look down in that pit and you're like, I'm not going down there. But you don't say that to yourself. You just look at the pit and you're like, holy crap, that's, that could, I'm going to die if I go down there. There's no way I can go down there. And then you kind of just give up and that's the end of that. Unless, of course, you're getting coached, then I'm going to bother you about it. And we're going to and we're going to get you past this point. It's totally normal. So I do want to offer the freak out is when you have that point where everything's going good and then something happens that you're not expected. Right. That real growth is going to take place. It's like you're right on the cusp of real growth and then you're not you're not pushing yourself past it or you're not really willing to or you don't know how. And that's normal. Again, remember, you hit that point because when you are achieving something big, it has you have to have that period where it's just like that pit is when you become somebody new. Okay. It's so normal. And just be on to yourself, right? Like sit down, feel the emotions, ask yourself what's really going on. And you'll get the answers, right? Most of the time, or you'll get to a coach who's going to help you find the answers. So be on to yourself guys. Okay. It's so normal to hit this wall, this freak out wall and want to give up on yourself. It really is. So just be like, okay, you and remember to be compassionate with yourself when it doesn't go as you're expecting to sit down, take a deep breath. And the thought I always like is everything's going exactly as it's supposed to. Everything's going exactly as planned. Nothing has gone wrong. Okay, but don't give up on yourself. Uh, the next week we're going to do is knowing the difference between uh, giving up on yourself and correcting your path. Because there are times where you're like, you have more information and you can make a more informed decision. And it's a lot different than, okay, I'm just going to give up, Right. Correcting your course is different than giving up. And they're very, very tricky sometimes because we like to justify. Remember, our brain's very sneaky. It wants to seek comfort and avoid discomfort. 
It's very comfortable to justify our excuses and it's very uncomfortable to admit when we're giving up on ourselves. <laughs> so it's sneaky. We have to be onto it. But it's very, very different to adjust your course once you have more information and take an informed decision versus just flat out giving up on yourself and just totally stepping away and crawling back into your cave. All right, I'm so happy we got to do this episode today. Thank you for listening and I'll talk to you next week. What's up, guys? I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you are ready to take all this information to the next level and apply it, I want to invite you to a one-on-one consult with me where you can talk about putting a plan together to help you make meaningful income. Coaching is often the missing link that helps you go from dreaming to taking action. Thanks, guys. I'll see you next week.